everybody. Welcome to the Salvage Title Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Eiseldyke. Today is Monday, August 14th, 2017, and I'm doing a little bit of an experiment this week. I want to try to record a short podcast every day uh, this week. Uh, so, you know, this being an automotive news, automotive culture, automotive podcast, we're going to have to spread some of the news and other stories around a little bit. And there was some big news that broke today. Uh, but we're going to focus in on something that happened at the very end of last week. And that is the news that the Chevrolet Camaro is going to be joining the NASCAR lineup for 2018, as well as the ongoing issue with Camaro sales and potentially adding a V8 Camaro for around $30,000. So uh, come back after the break. We'll get talking about the Chevrolet Camaro. See you in a bit. So the sixth generation Chevrolet Camaro is looking to join the 2018 NASCAR Monster Energy yada 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 cup, the top tier racing cup for 2018. Uh, not exactly surprising news as the Chevrolet SS is about to fall off the face of the earth uh, with GM closing down the last of Holden production in Australia. Um, in case you didn't know, the Chevrolet SS was built in Australia right alongside the Holden uh, Commodore, the big, large, full-size V8 rear-wheel drive sedan that's uh, propelled really the nation of Australia for quite a long time. Uh, a lot of folks are really sad that they're moving away from home build production, developing their own chassis and all that stuff. Uh, but that's just the way the world works. So Chevrolet uh, wanting to have a competitive vehicle in the NASCAR circuit, wanting to tie the NASCAR performance to a street vehicle, it makes sense that they're moving toward the Camaro. After all, they've had the Camaro available in the lower tier racing series for a little while, um, whatever the Bush series is called these days. I can never really remember where everything's moved off to. Uh, I believe it's not Verizon. Ah, who knows? I'm not entirely sure. Xfinity? Maybe? I don't know. But uh, the 6th Gen Camaro, not exactly surprised uh, that it's coming in. What is interesting, though, is that they are branding the 6th Generation Camaro in the NASCAR circuit as the ZL1. It has the ZL1 body styling. So you're going to get a ZL1 Camaro up against a uh, Toyota Camry XSE and whatever the Ford Fusion model it is. I don't know if they're going to end up modifying that to be the Fusion Sport or not. Um, but overall, it's it's interesting to see that the branding is going to be there for the ZL1. Uh, typically, you know, they tend to go with the lowest common denominator, size and shape. And the problem, are, I guess I would say with the Camaro, is that there are a few too many sizes and shapes to the current car. So them doing the ZL1 gives them the opportunity to uh, hawk a, you know, near enough 700 horsepower well, not quite 700, 600 horsepower, whatever it is these days, 650 horsepower Camaro. Uh, it's it's an interesting move. Um, so the car, I mean, I have to say, looks fantastic. They really nailed the look of the car getting close to the production vehicle. Um, it's going to be really interesting to see the Camaro ZL1 NASCAR stock car, whatever they decide they want to call it, painted in the uh, liveries that the many of the brands use, you know, like the classic Valvoline, or if they do any of the, uh, well, you know, the classic Hendrick Motorsports liveries, that's going to look really interesting. And I'm definitely kind of excited to see the car perform on track. Uh, looks like the size of the car is not really changing all that much. It's still going to be the same length since they are a standard format of the uh, vehicles. But uh, yeah, the Camaro and NASCAR, who'd have thunk? At least it looks better than the last one that they did. Uh, it's actually a cohesive design, and uh, that's definitely a step up for the brand. So 
So breaking just after the announcement that the Camaro was joining NASCAR was that Mike Russ, the uh, head of GM product development, wanted to add a $30,000 Camaro to the product lineup. Uh, they're really not seeing a lot of sales success recently with the car, uh, with the Mustang still staying relatively affordable and lo offering a lot of performance for money, and the Challenger offering a lot of style for money and broadening their base with an all-wheel drive Challenger, uh, the Camaro's really suffered, um, particularly with the SS, where the price moved up to $38,000 to start, uh, give or take with an SS. Uh, they've really lost a lot of sales. You know, the previous SS you could have had with a V8 for right around $31,000, $32,000. Um, and that slot's now occupied by the V6 Mustang, or excuse me, Camaro. Uh, that V6 Camaro, you know, offers a really interesting sweet spot with, you know, over 300 horsepower, handling that's as good as the previous SS, and it actually ends up being about as fast as the old SS. Um, but what it lacks is the character that the V8 has always offered. Um, so with GM considering offering a $30,000 V8 uh, Camaro, we have to kind of consider what uh, cuts that's going to mean. Very likely that means that they're going to drop the size of the engine. Uh, that means that uh, I think they're going to dump the LT1 and switch over to the uh, truck-based V8, probably the 5.3-liter V8 from the Silverado and Tahoe. Uh, that makes somewhere around 360 horsepower, just short of 400 pound-feet of torque. It's a great engine if you haven't experienced it. Likes to rev, really gets up and goes. Uh, I think in a lighter weight vehicle, it would be a very interesting platform to go with. And if they can mount it to a six-speed manual, that would be a choice option at $30,000. Uh, just the same, I think you're going to see a lot of content get taken out. You know, leather seats are going to go away. Uh, you're going to see some of that infotainment stuff get swapped out or taken out completely, I would assume. Um, you're also going to see some smaller wheels and probably less grippy tires. And honestly, I think that's kind of okay. Um, a lot of people who are going to be buying a $30,000 Camaro are really just looking for the looks, some pretty basic street performance, or they're going to be buying a car to modify to make it a great performance vehicle. And you know, we already know that the chassis is going to be good. If they can get the suspension right, that's a good start. So it's really going to come down to you buy this car, you change out the wheels and tires, and you've got a Camaro that's not quite as quick as the SS, but is definitely going to be as quick as a Mustang GT, at least until they roll out the updated 5 liter engine. But hey, at least you got bragging rights over the Challenger, and I think that's really all GM cares about. If they can get back up into that second place slot behind the Mustang and, you know, compete a little bit better on sales, they're going to be in a much better spot going forward. And I think with the NASCAR tie-in, that's really going to help them, hopefully, in the near future. So last question here I have about a cheaper Camaro is what the hell they're going to name it? Uh, as of right now, you got the vegetable soup with uh, the Camaro trim levels. You got your uh, basic four-cylinder turbo, which I think they're labeling as an LS still. You got your V6 LT. You got your 1LEs. You got your SS. You got your SS 1LE. You got your ZL1. You got your Z28. What the hell are they going to call a $30,000 V8 Camaro? Um, as many of you know, the RS trim is still available as a package, but it's not a model designation as it had been in the past. Uh, so calling the standard, quote-unquote, V8 Camaro, a $30,000 V8 Camaro, an RS doesn't really make a lot of sense. Obviously, you can't call it an SS because that really takes away from whatever the higher trim is going to be. Calling it a Z28 implies it's a racing-capable model, and that's not what this one's going to be either. So it kind of dive back into the catalog, and I'm wondering 
uh, just where they're going to go. Um, I like the idea of just calling it the LT. Um, that was, I believe, considered the luxury touring Camaro in the late 70s with the uh, third generation Camaro. Or, sorry, I guess that was still the second generation Camaro? Yeah, anyway, uh, you know, it was a good-looking car. It was a basic model for the most part. It had a little couple of stickers. It had a little bit more of a plush interior. But it still had a V8, and it was still a cool car overall. Um, and then I kind of turned the page to the uh, 80s with the early uh, third-gen Camaros. Those had the uh, Berlinetta badging on it, which they called the Digital Camaro. Um, it had a full digital dashboard with some extra stereo settings and a few other things, and it had a little bit of a sleeker and more strangely shaped body compared to the standard IROC, or I guess it was still the Z28 at the time. Uh, you know, I would be interested to see if maybe Berlinetta would be a name that they would go back to. Or is there some other name out there? I'm really not sure what kind of name Chevrolet would want to go for in a base trim Camaro because I don't think you want to call it a base trim Camaro. Like, if you just call it the Camaro V8, that doesn't really mean anything, especially when a V8's still offered in the SS and the ZL1. So what do you guys think? Is this? Uh, do you have a name that's picked out for the uh, $30,000 Camaro if they decide to do it? Uh, feel free to drop me a line here on Anchor or hit me up on Twitter at YSSMAN. Looking forward to hearing from you. All right, guys, that just about wraps up this episode of the Salvage Title Podcast. Thank you for bearing with me as we try to experiment with a different uh, format. We'll see how this week unfolds. Uh, if you guys have any feedback about what we're trying to do, uh, feel free to hit me up at uh, YSSMAN on Twitter or drop me a line here on Anchor. Uh, just as a little peek into tomorrow, I want to talk about the uh, news that broke earlier today that Fiat Chrysler might be considering a sale to a Chinese automaker. And uh, what that means for the American automotive landscape is the Chinese companies try to fight their way in. What that means for American automakers, uh, especially if they're all up for sale for Chinese investment. And lastly, what the hell they're going to do with Fiat Chrysler, because let's be honest, guys, their stuff is a fucking mess right now. So all that, maybe more. Uh, tomorrow, come see me on the Salvage Title Podcast. My name is Brad Eiseldyke. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great rest of your night.